Experience teaches us what we will or will not accept. It teaches us to set boundaries and standards in our personal lives and in our business. Salon rules are the result of past experiences. Some salon rules are handed down to us to warn us of what not to tolerate. Salon rules are not in place to be mean or to be difficult. They are in place to protect us and to protect our businesses. On this week's episode, I'm talking about salon rules from our perspective, from the hairstylist perspective. I'm talking about why they are necessary and how to communicate them in a way that is firm yet respectful. Let's go. Welcome to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. I'm Cherie Marie, hairstylist, salon owner, and hairstylist business coach. I help passionate hairstylists up their professionalism, improve their systems, and attract high-ticket clients. Every week, I'll share with you tips, stories, and strategies that will help you grow your beauty business, increase your business savviness, and shift your mindset. Ready to become a savvy stylist? Let's get to it. You became a hairstylist to be creative, to share your gift with your clients through your love of hair. You thought that being a hairstylist would leave you fulfilled and eager to grow, but instead you're burned out, overwhelmed and ready to quit. That was me back in 2020. I've been there before, but I've developed a system for overcoming burnout and turning toward the path of fulfillment. And I want to share that system and those strategies with you. The Savvy Stylist Society is a 60-day group coaching program for passionate hairstylists that are ready to up-level their professionalism, improve their systems, and attract high-ticket clients. If this sounds like you, then my 60-day group coaching program is for you. Up-leveling your business, improving your systems, and attracting high-ticket clients will help you to own your time, avoid burnout, and expand your business beyond the chair. You'll learn how to take control of your business and conduct business in a way that's beneficial to you. Go to thesavvystylistpodcast.com to enroll today. The program kicks off on January 10th, 2022. Enroll now for special pricing and I'll see you inside the coaching program. So let's talk about some of the typical salon rules that we all are implementing, okay? There's the 24-hour no-call, no-show fee, the deposits required fee, uh, come shampooed and blow-dried, wear your mask, no kids allowed, no pets allowed, no eating or drinking in the salon. We all know the rules. We We all get it. I could go on and on. We have all set and implemented salon rules for various reasons, but they all stem from one thing, in my opinion, and that is experience. Bad previous experiences have caused us to set these rules. And these rules, these standards, these boundaries protect us 
and they protect our salons, suites, our businesses. Rules are not a bad thing. Rules are simply a means of governing. We are governed every day by the federal government, the state government, the local government, our banks, families, the state where you hold your cosmetology license. They're governing your career as a hairstylist. Government is necessary and it maintains order and structure. Governing rules, standards, boundaries are necessary because, unfortunately, people will try to take advantage of the system. People will try to manipulate the system. (laughs) And y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm going to share a story. It's story time. Okay. So my husband is a insurance agent. And he told me a story about how when his company decided to allow customers to purchase insurance online, he thought it was a bad idea. And he thought it was a bad idea because he knew that people would input false information just so they could get insurance, get that proof of insurance, take it to the Secretary of State and renew the tags on their car. He knew that it would backfire because of the mentality of the customers that he services. And sure enough, it happened. And now that company no longer allows customers to purchase insurance online. You have to go in to the office. Why? Or you can do it over the phone. But why is that? Because... People were taking advantage of the system. Now let's talk about a salon scenario. I'm going to use my own scenario. Something that happened recently in my business. So I offer memberships, monthly memberships at my salon. A monthly membership package includes services, treatments, and retail products. Okay. We all know that monthly means 30 to 31 days, depending on the month. I shouldn't have to explain that, but people try to manipulate the system. I've had clients cancel a membership appointment and try to reschedule it for two months later. Mm -mm, We're not doing that. I've had clients buy a membership and then request to spread the appointments over several months. Nope, we're not doing that either. So guess what I have to do now? I have to set rules that will protect my business and govern my clients' expectations so that they know that when they book a membership package, those membership benefits need to be used, scheduled within 30 days. It is a monthly membership. When you get a membership at the gym, for example, you use your membership benefits for that month. It's a monthly membership. When you get a membership with Netflix, that package is for the month. You can't call Netflix and say, oh, 
I didn't watch any movies this month, so can I just move my, my November benefits into December? No. It's a monthly package. Same thing goes for my salon. Same thing goes for me. But again, people try to manipulate the system. I'm giving these examples for two different industries, really now for, we talked about insurance, the salon industry, the gym industry, and the streaming industry. <laughs> All these industries are implementing rules, standards, boundaries. From the insurance industry to the beauty industry, everyone in every business is implementing rules and they are simply in place to protect the business. This is normal. This is not new. So it, it just becomes difficult for me to understand why I see so many people online complaining about hairstylists having rules. I don't know if they don't look at us like a business, if they don't respect us as business owners, what is their problem? Because every business I know of has rules. I mean, I don't know any other way to put it. Why are people so mad at hairstylists? Particularly black hairstylists. They get so mad because we have rules in place. I'm not going to make it a race thing. But I think there's some race undertones in that. But I'm going to tell you one thing I do know. People want to do what they want to do. People don't like rules. People just want to do what they want to do. And we're seeing that now more than ever. It's like since the pandemic, everybody has a right to do this and a right not to do that. Yes, we have rights. But there's also laws, rules, boundaries, standards in place. That's it. You have to follow them. <laughs> I, I remember, I'm not going to get on the vaccine thing. I'm not going to get on that, but I'm just going to share. You know, I mentioned one rule where, you know, I'm saying wear your mask in the salon. You know, there's people fighting for their right to not wear a mask. So I have clients who, you know, are fully vaccinated and they don't want to wear a mask. But I have people who are not vaccinated who feel unsafe when someone who is vaccinated doesn't wear a mask. So I said, you know what? I, I can't keep up. So here's what we're going to do. Everybody wear your mask. I don't care about your vaccination status. Everybody wear your mask. That's it. I had to put it in my monthly newsletter because I was constantly getting complaints about people not wearing a mask or people who are wearing a mask, but they don't want to wear a mask. Like, I can't, listen, we all have rules to follow. You may not like them, but that's life. If it's not causing you bodily harm, if it's not killing you, if it's for your own good, follow it. But you know, I don't even know how I got into that vaccine stuff and mask stuff, but I'm just using that as an example. Like people want to do what they want to do. And another thing I've learned is that you can't please everybody. It's always going to be something. 
And you're not going to be able to accommodate and please everybody in that process. So don't try to. Just do what's best for your business. And key word is, is your. It's your business. It's your salon, your suite. People can't go into an insurance company and do what they want to do and tell them how to run their business. They can try to, but they not, they're not affecting any change. The CEO, the leaders of that company has already made the decisions. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, blah, boy. <laughs> That's how most companies are. Period. And they can't do that. They can't do that in my salon or in your salon or in your suite either. You set the rules. If they don't like it, bubbly. Okay. Because in other cultures, within their salons, they have rules. Do you see their people online complaining about these rules? I don't. And I'm sure you don't either. They just go and they follow those rules. Period. I go to a spa within another culture. Whenever I schedule an appointment with that spa, I have to put my card on file. If I don't show up for that appointment, guess what they're going to do? They're going to charge my card on file. For that no call, no show fee. Because they have no call, no show fees too. Okay? They don't care if my car broke down. They don't care if my baby is sick. They are going to charge my card regardless. Because that's their rule. That's their standard. That's their boundary. And it's their right. And I'm not mad about it. Because that's the cost of doing business. It's business. It's not personal. I know myself as a business owner, if a client schedules an appointment and they decide not to show up, I'm losing money. Somebody else could have came in that appointment spot. So I get it. So that's why you'll never catch me online complaining about a salon or spa complaining about their rules because it is what it is. It's business. So let me reel it back in. <laughs> so now that I've gone on this rant and I've shared these stories and I know y'all feel me on this topic, I can hear y'all now like, yep, yep, girl, yep, Sheree, you're right. Y'all agreeing with me. But now that we know what the problem is, how can we help the people understand why we have these rules in place? I am very much a problem resolution type of person, okay? If there is a problem, I want to solve it or at least help solve it. We know that the problem is that people are offended by our rules. That's the problem. They don't understand why these rules are necessary. And I've come to this conclusion because I did a poll on my Instagram story where I asked my audience, Hairstylist, are you implementing rules based on your experiences or are you implementing rules because everybody else is doing it? And a couple of my clients participated and I was surprised to see that their response, the client's only response was because everybody else is doing it. And that's not true. 
these rules are not made up. We're not just following the crowd. Most of us have gone through experiences that have caused us to implement said rules. They don't understand that. And that's the problem. So how can we help them understand? Now the Detroit girl in me is like, don't make them understand. Set your rules, set your boundary, and it is what it is. But we are business women, so we have to help them understand. And there's a couple of things we can do to help them understand. And we can we can start sending monthly newsletters. I'm big on that. You can have a friendly bio, a friendly website. And let me explain what I mean by friendly. I'm going to give you a, another example. So there was a hairstylist that I wanted to schedule a hair appointment with. And so I looked her up on Instagram. I'm going through her page. And I'm looking on her page like, mm, I don't see her name. I don't see her name. I don't see her location because I'm like, okay, where is she located? Don't see that on her bio and on her website. I don't see her name, her location, email address, phone number. The first thing I see in her bio and on her booking site are her rules. She was getting straight to the point, taking shots, no chaser, like, this is what it is. Rule number one, rule number two. Don't do that. Love on the people first. Welcome them in. Thank them for considering you for their hair needs and desires. There's a reason why State Farm has Jake from State Farm. There's a reason why all state uses that guy what's his name the guy who played in waiting to excel with the the sexy voice yeah it's a reason why they're using him on their commercials they're welcoming their customers they're enticing customers to buy they're being relatable to their target audience their target customer they're trying to guide them through the buying process before they tell them any rules. They wine and dine you, butter you up before they tell you what's the real deal. Most customers are not even aware of their rules because the rules don't even apply to them. Like if I, if I have someone who's highly unlikely to no call, no show. Why do I need to tell her about my no call, no show policy? The only time she needs to know about that is if she ever no calls, no show. She will be made aware of the repercussions of that action. Other than that, I don't need to be talking to her about that because she's not no calling or no showing. If I come to your website, if I come to your Instagram page and the first thing I see is your no call, no show policy, I'm turned off. And it's making me question you as a hairstylist, Make, making me question your level of professionalism. Do I even want to spend my money with you? It's a turn off. Don't do that. Don't turn people away. 
your bio on your social media, your homepage on your website. That's your introduction. That's your welcome greeting. When you first meet someone in person, you greet them. And I think that's why we, as a people, we are lacking on how to communicate with people online because we're not communicating with people in person. If I were to meet you on the street today, I wouldn't say, as soon as we see each other, my no call, no show fee is $25, $25 deposit. I wouldn't start rattling off all of these demands, all of these rules when I first meet you. I'm going to greet you. You're going to greet me. Hey, how you doing? My name is Cherie. I follow you on Instagram. Whatever the, whatever the conversation is. You lead with a greeting. That's what we all should be doing. Leading with a greeting. Leading with love. When you first meet someone, you should be greeting them. First impressions are everything. Let's take the necessary steps to improve our virtual and in-person interactions with our clients and potential clients. Now, don't be afraid to set your rules and to enforce your boundaries, okay? Set those rules, set those boundaries, put them on your website. They should not be in your bio though. I disagree with that. I don't think they should be in your bio on social media. Save that for your website. Think about when you go shopping on a website. You don't see their rules right there. When you go on, no, they're showing you all the pretty pictures, enticing you to buy, and then they have their terms and conditions at the bottom. Kind of like when you hear those commercials about, you know, medications and stuff. They got all these people so happy and so go lucky in the commercials. And then right before the commercial goes off, they're rattling off all of these all of these uh, side effects. That's their rules, basically. You put the best, you put your best foot forward. You don't put that in the back. Showcase your work. Showcase your knowledge. Showcase your skill. And then put your rules in there. Okay? Create a, a monthly newsletter to engage your clients. Keep them informed. Share you know, different conditioning recipes for them to do at home. You know, teach them something. And then slide a rule in there. Let's operate in love with our clients because they are the backbone of our business. We need them just like they need us. So let's have some mutual respect for one another, okay? So like I said, set your rules, enforce your boundaries, and the right clients will come to respect your rules and your boundaries because they respect you not only as a hairstylist, but as a businesswoman. Thank you for listening to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. If you've become more savvy as a result of this podcast, do me a favor. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. Go to Apple and leave a rating and review. Screenshot this episode and share it with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me so that I can personally thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.